Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to your team news ahead of game week 15. Hopefully you've all held off on those transfers and you're waiting for some wisdom uh, from myself and the self-appointed Barry White of team news, as he said to me at the start of this stream. How are you, Neil? Yeah, that's not my prowess with women, that's just my um, my voice was a bit husky. It was. It's a bit, a bit gravelly at the moment, yeah. And I'm getting bigger as well in the uh, middle <laughs> age, so two, two of the three things I haven't got is... Um, is there womanizing skills yet? But oh. I'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, you work on it for, for <laughs> next time. Excellent. Uh, loads to cover today. We've got all 20 teams and some news from all of those. Uh, we've obviously got the big news uh, from Haaland. Has he been training? I'm sure a lot of you have seen uh, the pictures and kind of know, but we will be able to clarify on that. Also, there was some rumours of the sniffles for uh, a certain Newcastle striker. Yeah. We can cover that uh, too and a lot more. So let's get straight into it with the first game. Uh, of the weekend, there's no early kickoff. It's all at three o'clock, so your deadline's at two p.m. Uh, let's start with Leeds versus Bournemouth relegation battle. What have we got from the home side? I don't think there's much new. Um, Sinistera's still out and probably will be out until after the World Cup. Now uh, he joins Dallas and Forshaw on the sidelines. Archie Greer, who's a, a, a rookie, is um, just back in individual training. But apart from that, uh, they're they're doing all right. So every there was a lot of players flagged before game week mm. fourteen, and they all bars in the They all came back, the likes of uh, Cooper and um, Gelhart, Rodrigo. There was loads of them flagged, but they all came through. Adams as well. Uh, so it could be unchanged again with Sinistera out. Some avail, of course, four point four million uh, midfielder who scored in back to back game weeks. Now there's a, there's a two week pun for you. <laughs> Um, so it could be him. I guess for Marsh, it's, it's the same week-to-week question of which one of Rodrigo or Bamford starts. But whoever, as I said in the team news tab, whoever gets a nod, it'll be, it'll be shared game time. They always seem to get around about 50 to 60 minutes, whoever starts, and then the other player comes off the bench. One thirty deadline. Apologies. Not 2 o'clock. Yeah. It's not back in, just show my age, going back all the years. <laughs> it was a nice simple hour before. Uh, how about Bournemouth, their opponents? Pretty quick update from them. I think no, yeah. no news to report. Nothing new, you know. Uh, Neto, Kelly, and Brooks are going to be uh, other side of the World Cup, looks like. Yep, excellent. Uh, next, okay, straight into the big one. Again, no clickbait uh, this week. Uh, it's Man City at home to Fulham. There's obviously quite a lot of questions around Haaland, quite a lot of questions around Foden as well. Yep. I saw Pep wasn't uh, too happy when he was asked why he's been benched uh, in yeah. the last bit of, gave a bit of a, a bristly answer. And even Rick yeah. Jr. Has, has had his say on, on Pep as well, which I, <laughs> which I enjoyed reading about. Yeah, uh, I don't know if people have seen me tweet. I um, I was watching a, a clip of Pep talking about Foden and my uh, one-year-old son came in and saw the video, pointed at Pep and went, silly man. 
He's uh, quite right. So accurate. <laughs> like, fa- like, like father, like son. <laughs> yeah, we, we've heard from uh, Pep on both players, Haaland and Foden, this afternoon. Haaland, it sounds more positive and looks more positive because we've actually seen him in training as well. And this was yesterday. He was pictured uh, with his teammates. It was a recovery day, I think, for a lot of the players who were involved against, uh, was it Sevilla in midweek they were playing? Um, but Haaland was there, was present. So Pep said today that he's much better. Um, they're going to decide today. The, the line I liked from this was that he said, um, we have to decide if he's good for 90 minutes or just less minutes. We will see after training. So that sounds to me like he's he's going to play some part. Mm. I know Pep's no fool. Of course, he's been doing this for years and years and years. I'm sure he wouldn't give something away um, that easily. But um, that line, in combination with seeing Haaland on the training ground, does make me feel much more optimistic than I, I did a week ago. Um, obviously, for, for me, he's in sell now. I'm not sure if he's a captain yet. I think I'd wait until until I've... Uh, until, if there's any early team news leaks, there's no guarantees of that. But with it being the first kick-off time on Saturday after the deadline, there's a chance we could get something. But for me, Holland will be now a no sell because you're going to want him in mm. what game week sixteen uh, at home to Brentford. So unless you got the luxury of swapping him in and out, um, then uh, I would be a, a hold for me, uh, regardless of game time. If I find out he's on the bench on on Saturday, then I'll still keep him. I just won't. I just won't hand him the armband because um, you could do we've seen it before you can, what damage you can do in a space of half an hour hat ricks um, already this season and that sort of space of time so mm. um, looking more positive anyway you nailed the uh, you know the lineup last week with City you had Haaland out the out the side didn't you I think you had Foden in but we won't mention that we'll yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Haaland <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's highlight my uh, the, the things I got right um, yeah Haaland that, that was more Having seen him limp, I think a couple of days before the, the game, you know he was he was visibly hobbling into whatever uh, medical centre he was going into, um, sort of what forty eight hours before kick off, and there was too much of an unknown um, going into that fixture. But uh, and we hadn't seen him on the training ground by that point. It's a bit different this week. Um, elsewhere in the, in the City Fitness News, uh, Kanji's fine. He was absent from training earlier this week, and uh, he didn't play against Sevilla, but he's fit according to Pep. Uh, Phillips and Walker still out, uh, and Foden. Yeah, he was um, he was had back to back benchings in the Premier League, but he has been playing in Europe in between. Um, yeah, Pep was asked us by uh, Simon Stone, who I think he, he holds a, a particularly um, a level of vitriol for. Uh, he, this was Pep's response, and I'll read it out. He said, "Riyad has been on the bench. Jack Grealish has been on the bench. Bernardo has been on the bench. Gundogan's been on the bench. Kevin De Bruyne has been on the bench. Everyone." If you say in particular, it's absolutely no issue. I have many players I have to use in, and I demand the best of them. And this is going to happen in the future. It has always been like that. So um, he's just pointing out the fact, quite rightly, that uh, other players have been, other, you know, hitherto regulars have been benched out of the blue in the past. Perhaps not back-to-back league games. I can't remember the last time that happened with De Bruyne, for example, or... And not um, in the form that Foden was in. No, well. and, even, and even Bernardo as well. I mean, Bernardo, I think, started the season on the bench, but that was because he was linked with a move to, um, where was it? Was it Barca? Probably. Who was, everyone, no. everyone was linked to Barca. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, you'd, <laughs> you'd think uh, um, low averages that Foden would be back in for this one, given that he is, tends to be one of the more regular starters. However, 
Pep did sort of half suggest that Grealish was being preserved for mm. this match when he took him off at half time in midweek. So that only leaves one spot really. And Foden's not not that often been playing on the right flank. He has latterly, but traditionally he was more of a, a left a left sided winger with with City. Um, but if Grealish is going to start there, and one of Haaland or Alvarez in the middle, then that's obviously just one spot for for Foden to take. So um, yeah, again we're going to be clinging on to the hope uh, for one of these early team news leagues tomorrow. Um, which is not ideal if you're on the other side of the world and you're not able to get up for that. But um, yeah, a little bit of uncertainty about Foden mm. heading into this one. Yeah, keep your eyes, everyone, on the uh, team news tab on Fantasy Football Scout, uh, where Neil will be updating that. I imagine what, a bit later this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, probably one of the last ones I think. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> uh, they're playing Fulham. Any major news from from them? Um, yes, actually, yeah. They, they, this was yesterday. There was six presses yesterday, and Marco Silva was one of them. He's going to be forced into his two changes this weekend. He's kept things very settled of late. Uh, Bobby Decordova Reed is banned. He's got uh, five yellow cards. The more serious is uh, Niskins Cabano, who's one of the wingers. He's going to be out for, for several months with a ruptured Achilles. So he's out of this one. So possibly Tetty and, and Harry Wilson coming in. Um, apart from that, I think it's as you were. Oh, no, Kazawa's back as well. He's back in training. So I think that just leaves uh, Cabano and uh, Mana Solomon, who's going to be back in January. They're the two uh, longer-term ones. Yep, and I'll just mention again, I mentioned it on a, on a couple of streams now, but Fulham have had the best fixtures over the last six, and statistically they've been the worst defence, yeah. conceding the most chances and the most big chances and the most XG non penalty So it's going to be a tough trip for them, I think, yeah. against Man City. So we want to make sure where our City players play, because if Foden Harlem miss out again, that's going to be yeah. going to be an absolute nightmare. Um Okay, let's move over to Forest uh, next. I've got a new logo for Forest because the other one wasn't really working for me. Too transparent. Uh, put a new one in. Uh, let's start with them. Um, one of their many new signings has been ruled out for the season. <laughs> I coughed right when you, you said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to get sexy voice, Neil, straight after. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, bien corny this is, yeah. So, um uh, we already knew that Richards, uh, Nia Carty and Colback were out and uh, Toffolo joined them on the sidelines, I think, a couple of weeks ago with a hamstring problem. They've got a fifth uh, absentee now and that is BM Cornier, who we thought was going to be competition for Williams in pre-season, but it hasn't really transpired. Uh, he's going to be out for the season. He's, um, what's he doing? I think is it an ACL? ACL, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's now out until next summer. So that's um, one of the 22 signings now down. Uh, for the rest of 22-23. And um, I don't think there's anything new, according to Cooper, uh, just the aforementioned four who are already out. Yep. Uh, and they're playing Brentford. They'll be confident of keeping it uh, clean against them, with Tony obviously ruled out with yeah. uh, suspension. How about elsewhere in the side? Yeah, not not great on the road either, the Brentford. Um, yeah, Tony out, as you said. Uh, Hickey, Strakosha and Janssen are all out until after the World Cup. Uh, Matthias Jensen's back. He had a dead leg last weekend, but he's he's back for this one. And um, Norgard could feature as well. He's been out for two months, an influential midfielder. That should show things up, actually, once he's back fit. Uh, he's been on the training ground, for, I think, for a couple of weeks. Not sure if he's going to start or not. Might still be beyond him, but um, back on the training ground and potentially in the squad this weekend, too. Yep, excellent. Uh, Wolves versus my team, Brighton. Next. Yeah, this was the. I basically know how much injury news is going to be based on how big long the tweet is, uh, and this one was one of the longer tweets for for Wolves. So there's a few things I'd say about them, right? 
Yeah, Costa's out for starters. He's, he's beginning a three-match ban. Headbutt. One of those... <laughs> Sorry? For a headbutt, of course. For a headbutt, yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, his first ever Premier League red card, which was, um, was, it? I did not which was a bit that. of a shock to me, yeah. I think he's racked up plenty elsewhere mm. um, and lots of yellows. Yeah, but he's going to be out until game week 17 with this suspension. Uh, Nunez is 50-50, going to Steve Davis. Uh, he came off with a shoulder injury in the, the draw against Brentford. Um, I think beyond that, uh, it's the same ones who are out. So Chiquinho, Neto, Jimenez as well. Um, no time frame still on, on Jimenez. He's obviously going to be trying to be fit for the World Cup. I wonder if he will uh, miraculously um, come to fitness just in time for Mexico's uh, World Cup group hmm. opener. Um, that seems to be the case. And apart from that, Totti Gomez was back in, I think he was back running ahead of game week 14, wasn't quite fit enough for that, so maybe he could be uh, involved here. So is that Huang up top then, with no strikers It available? could be, yeah. Huang's been coming on for, for Costa uh, during games to, you know, obviously Costa's run out of, of gas by uh, sort of 50, 60 minute mark, at least he was at first, but it has been Huang. They've also got, um, is it Guedes as well? Mm. They can play there, albeit not convincingly. Uh, and of course, if um, uh, Nunes is out, then yeah, maybe Moutinho comes comes in for him as a as a ten. But um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Costa wasn't exactly firing all cylinders and prolific anyway, but um, that would make you more confident, especially so of a clean sheet for Brighton. Yeah, Q. <laughs> Yeah. Hoang, no goals this season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pedence, two goals this season. Yeah. Uh, Guedes, three win. Yeah. Guedes, none. I mean, they just haven't got any goals in, in the team. They have got a, a 3.9 uh, wing back who's, who's playing, Hugo Lopez, or Bueno, as he is on a. Bueno, on a yeah. um, but other than that, I don't think we're looking too much into, into Wolves, but we are looking at Brighton after a big win for us yeah. uh, against Chelsea. What have we got from De Zerbe? Yeah, he was first off uh, this morning. Um, I think it's pretty straightforward. Welbeck's back. He missed out last week because of illness. And Colwell's available again. He was uh, ineligible because he's a low knee from Chelsea. So that just leaves, apart from Jakob Morda, who's long-term, uh, Joel Veltman, who was absent Game week 14 with uh, some problems. I think it's his calf. Um, but uh, De Zerbi was quite confident when he was speaking this morning about his availability. He said he's still got to check him and train him today. But I said, I think he said he thinks he can play, um, which is interesting because he did answer a question about Welbeck, um, saying he's not guaranteed to return to the team even though mm. he's fit because they played so well in his absence. Cross up top, of course. And then uh, Matuama coming in into that attack. And then... Um, with Veltman, of course, it's stupid and played. Uh, you can probably tell tell you more than me, but he had one of his better games for, for Brighton. Um, with uh, was it Gross starting at right back? I think last week, and then um, Lamptey came on. Yep. During the second half, and then and then so yeah, so Veltman's been a mainstay of that Brighton defence. Do you think he he comes straight back in? With with maybe Gross push forward and Lallana dropping I out, I would I would have thought so. I mean, I've I've yeah. seen I've seen Gross play at right back and right wing back number of times he kind of does the job he's kind of weirdly yeah. effective in it without having any of the attributes I would associate with a with a right back or a right wing back <laughs> um, but I, I think De Zerbe likes to play players in their, yeah. in their kind of best position and you know Veltman can his versatility can play kind of anywhere along there so he'll come back in and Estupanin I really like I think he's he's a really good shout for the next two yeah 
he's he's now the the, the content creator's uh, favorite this week yeah. I think because he's, he's his chance creation rate is really good mm. and it's just the starts I think isn't it it's just mm. been the the security of starts and game time assurances that we haven't had we probably still don't have them just yet but uh, he does look good he's he's just to give you a little um profile of him he's his chance creation rate is almost the same as Trippier <laughs> and I think better than Cresswell. Mm. So it's it's really really good. Um, so hopefully he can kneel down a spot in the long term because he's he looks a prospect again. Another one from Brighton. Yeah, I mean he was he's man of the match against Chelsea. Had a shot cleared yeah. off the line as well. So I can't see any way in which he's dropped. He he's the kind of player who could drop a three out of ten performance in the next match yes. and, and then be straight <laughs> back that. out. But yeah, I think he's a good punt for you know for two weeks. Uh, excellent. Okay, Everton uh, next. They're at home to Leicester. Uh, I enjoyed Frank Lampard's press conference. I saw the the. The the um the guy the reporter asked him about the set pieces and he I thought he handled it yeah. really well. See that? Yeah. I didn't enjoy it because the feed went down early on. I couldn't get a I couldn't get oh. the the feedback up. But I've seen that clip since. Um yeah, he, he, <laughs> some reporter completely spectacularly misquoted a stat <laughs> and Lampard called him out on it. Yeah, it was really good. Uh team news wise, it's really good for everyone. Townsend's the only one who's still out, like long term. Um so that means Godfrey and Mina's back in training. It's probably will come too soon for, for both of them, this Leicester game, and they wouldn't have started anyway because Cody and Tarkovsky have been so good at the back. Uh, a, a line on Nathan Patterson as well from Lampard, who came back to the Master squad last weekend, uh, emerged from the bench, and now he's ready to start, according to Lampard. It's just whether he um, deems Coleman droppable for this, just a week after saying he was um, he performances had peaked against uh, Crystal Palace. So... Um, I don't think he was too bad, Coleman, last week, but Patson's obviously Lampard's first choice longer term. Mm. Just whether he can, you know, he feels like he has to reward uh, you know, one of the um, the long-serving players and, and key characters in the dressing room with uh, more starts after a pretty consistent run of form in Patson's absence. Yeah. Uh, anything else from then? Or is it... I don't think so, no. Move on to That's Leicester it. then. Yeah. Leicester, yes. Uh, Pereira should be back in January just to add some rotation risk to the fullback departments. Burton's still out as well. Evans, it's a it's an ongoing thing. This even Rogers said on Thursday that his recovery's gone a little bit slower than we would have hoped, um, and didn't guarantee he'd be back for this one either. He is in training, <laughs> but then he suggested that he could get a run out against Newport next Tuesday instead, which is the League Cup. Uh, so um, wouldn't be surprised to see him not risked for this one. Uh, with those niggling calf problems. But apart from that, I think that's it. Yep. Excellent. Uh, it was set pieces in which uh, Lampard was, was questioned on. Yeah. Um, they have conceded the most goal attempts from set pieces, Everton. I think that's what the reporter yeah. was, was trying to re- reference and he's getting mixed up with goals. Yeah. Because they, um, they definitely haven't conceded the most goals from set pieces. No, but they are definitely not. They're right at the top in terms of um, chances. They've, they've definitely conceded a set piece now to Leicester. Now that's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just know it. Uh, Chelsea, next. Uh, big game this. They're at home to Arsenal. Uh, let's mm-hmm. start with Chelsea. And it's another problem for an English fullback. Yeah, dropping like flies at the moment. Uh, I think we might see Dan Byrne in the World Cup squad at this rate. <laughs> um, yeah, Chilwell came off right at the end of that Champions League game in midweek. He must be uh, running over that in his head if he just, you know, a couple of minutes' time. Would have been fine, but uh, yeah, it, it looks bad. Um, even Potter saying the day doesn't look very positive. He's having a scan, I think, either today or tomorrow. And um, they'll obviously await the results of that. He'll, he'll miss the Arsenal game for sure. But this could put an end to his World Cup dreams. Um, Kepa's out as well. He's out until after the World Cup, certainly domestically. 
I'm not sure if he'll be back for uh, uh, for Spain. Um, he's got a, a minor-ish foot issue, but it's enough to rule him out of game weeks 15 and 16. Uh, so Kepa and Chilwell out alongside the, the ones we already knew about, Kante, Fafana and James. So that's um, a lot of defensive-minded assets there who they're, who they're down for this Arsenal game. And the other one is uh, Chip Womiger as well, who's, uh, who's obviously a youngster, um, had some game time, but not... Not a lot. He's got a hamstring issue as well, so he's out. Yeah. Kovacic is fine, by the way. He's he was wasn't missed in midweek with a calf problem, but he's uh, he's trained since and he should be all right. And it's better news for Arsenal. Uh, well, in terms of the popular yeah. Saka, he was back on the bench. He was, yeah, and not not just him either, but Zinchenko as well, and El Neni started, so they they got a lot of players back. Um, so Smith was the only one who's definitely out. Uh, Matt Turner was the only other player who wasn't involved in team training, and he's the backup goalkeeper. I don't think we're worried about him. Um, there did get, there was a fresh concern last night, and that was Tommy Asu. He limped off with a muscle injury late on. Uh, Arteta, so he was interviewed straight after the game. Obviously, couldn't have given as much information, even if he wanted to, which he invariably doesn't want us to give us any information. But he um, is going to be assessed. I don't think we'll get anything more from Arteta. We'll get embargoed quotes probably from the press conference, but. Um, again, the other being from last night, so I doubt we'll get anything new. But um, what is it, 60, 63 hours, something like that, between the Europa League and the Chelsea game, which is a midday kickoff on Sunday, and that's a that's a tall order for Tommy Asu to recover mm. from a muscle problem in that time. So yeah, maybe Tierney, who himself got a knock last night, but he says he's fine. Uh, Tierney probably the favourite, given that Zinchenko was only just back. I think he's only had about three or four days of training. And um, hasn't didn't get another onto the pitch last night, so you would think Tierney's, you know, just the favourite for that left back spot, providing he hasn't got a fitness issue of his own. Yep, excellent. Uh, we are just over halfway through. If you would just give us a like on the stream, that'd be great. Only sixty-seven likes with one thousand people watching. Come on, guys, smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed uh, to the channel um, as well. And let's carry on powering through. Uh, Villa next. Uh, Unai Emery in the hot seat now finally he is yeah I've, I watched his press comments but it was as these tend to be the uh, the opening press comments of a manager completely lacking in team news um, Aston Villa sometimes send us a uh, send, I say us not, not me personally but send um, <laughs> a, a medical bullet now on Twitter in uh, a graphic form telling you who's out and who's in I don't think they've done that yet um, perhaps Emery's told them to shut that down giving them Giving away too much information. Uh, yeah, nothing yet. I'll keep tabs on Villa because they will have an embargo section later on tonight. So we might get some team news belatedly, but we don't know anything. Um, Kamara, sorry, Carlos is definitely out. We think Kamara too. Kamara is back in training, but has been doing, I think, non contact stuff. Uh, Augustinson, he should be near a return based on that original three week prognosis. Uh, and Martinez was the key one. He came off last weekend with a head injury, but. Uh, what was that? Sunday. So Sunday to Sunday, um, concussion protocol should be served uh, by the time we get to the, the main night game. So we're expecting him to be back between the posts. Yep. And United have got a few doubts. And they have the suspension to Fernandez as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the one of the many to pick up um, their fifth yellow card last weekend. So he's out with this one. Varane, of course, is out injured. And then there's a trio of um, a red flag, sorry, red flag, yellow flagged. Attacking assets, uh, which makes the lineup a bit difficult to predict. So, 
we think out maybe Fred comes in for Fernandez and then Ericsson goes a bit further forward. So that's straightforward enough. But it's Anthony, Sancho and Martial, all the other flagged. Sancho was ill, so you'd think he'd had the better chance of a recovery. Anthony's got this um, mysterious problem that we don't quite know about. It happened to have um, coincided with him being taken off at half time yeah, after did, that did, ridiculous. Did a bit of dizziness, trick. maybe? Yeah, <laughs> but a vertigo. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't know what's wrong with him, but he wasn't training, I don't think. Um, or he was doing individual training when everyone else was uh, playing against Sociedad. Martial has been back in training as well, um, but he didn't travel to Spain. And then Ten Hag, this, I think this was from last night, but it's just been released this afternoon. He says it's difficult to say in this moment which of those three is going to be available. I have to talk with the medical and performance team as they did a programme in Manchester. So, um, you know, we're in the dark as to those three. And it is, a, um, it, is a, it is an away game, but it is on Sunday. Mm. So sometimes you get the um, the Manchester Evening News report on who's travelled down to wherever the away games are on the on the on the coach or by plane, um, but we won't get that because uh, it's a Sunday game and that'll be travelling down on Saturday night. Yeah, but Rashford's alright. I mean, he's the one everyone's buying. seems to be. Yeah, yeah, seems to be. Um, Ronaldo played last night through the middle, and obviously would be would have to do that again uh, if Martial. And Anthony and Sancho are all out. Um, I think was Rashford rested last night because Garnacho started. And let me just check the lineup. I think I think yeah, he was rested. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't think um, yeah, he came on. He came on for the last half an hour. Um, and Alanga was benched as well, which makes me think Alanga's going to perhaps start in lieu of maybe Anthony. Because um, you think Alanga would have started that Europa League game for for minutes, but. Uh, Maybe he's been preserved for the beginning because Ten Hag knows that Anthony's a, a bit of a doubt. Yep, great. Uh, next, Southampton versus Newcastle. Obviously, they're attracting a lot of, of interest, but let's start with uh, yeah. the home side. Let's start with Southampton. Yep. Uh, Walker Peters, Livermento out, so that's both right backs yet again. Um, Bella Kotchap and Lavia both back in contention, both been in training. Lavia did pick up a, a minor knee issue on his return, um, but. Um, Arsenal said he expects him to, says it's quite likely he'll be involved in the squad. So that's two players back. Stuart Armstrong should be fine as well. He came off last weekend. Ralph said he was struggling a little bit still, but um, again, should be fine. And I think that's it. Yep. Uh, and Newcastle, we mm. this is very reminiscent of when Harry Kane got pictured at Christmas with a red nose. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah, the less, the less you know as a fantasy manager, the, the more beneficial it is. Yeah. Um, because if we if we if Callum Wilson hadn't appeared on a podcast um, in midweek, we wouldn't he wouldn't a wouldn't be flagged, and b owners and prospective owners wouldn't be fretting about his <laughs> minutes this weekend. So he's got a cold, uh, boohoo. Um, he, he revealed this on a, on a on a podcast in midweek, and then a reporter followed that up with Eddie Howe uh, this morning, and Howe seemed a little bit taken aback. I think that someone knew this information. Um, <laughs> He said he thinks he's okay. He's had a little cold. Um, he said, and then oh. he, he went on to say, it's funny how everything gets around, especially when you're doing a podcast. I think it was a little um, barbed comment at, at Wilson there. But he said, fingers crossed he'll be okay. He was pictured in training. I did see training ground images. This was Wednesday, the Newcastle Gallery. And I think that was the day the podcast came out. So uh, if he's trained then, we, we assume he's going to be all right. But he is now flagged, in case you're wondering why. 
Um, elsewhere, Fabian Cher should be fine. Uh, uh, as things stand, according to how he's, he's okay, he was, had hamstring tightness last weekend, which seems all right. Uh, Joe Linton's out, yellow card accumulation again. Um, and so to our Dummett, Isaac, Emil Kraft, and Matt Ritchie, uh, they're all in the injury list. Darlow's back in training, but um, very much back up to Pope. Excellent. Uh, West Ham next, over at home to Crystal Palace. Start with West Ham. <clears throat> yep. Uh, sort of thin on team news, but we did get a, a pretty comprehensive update on uh, uh, Paqueta, who's, who's back probably in the squad this weekend. He's been in training. I think he's been out for around about two or three weeks, so not too long, with a shoulder issue. So he should be involved this weekend it's in some capacity anyway. No word on Cornea and no word on Fabianski. They were both... Uh, well, corny has been out for a while and had a, had a setback. Uh, Fabianski came off last weekend, I think after jarring his knee. Um, wasn't involved in Europe last night, but then again, barely any of the seniors were involved for West Ham last night. I think Hamoy's previously said it was as a precaution because he, he, he jarred his knee, but um, we haven't heard anything new from from Moyes and Fabianski. Ariola played in, uh, in the um, dead rubber last night in the Conference League. Um, I'll keep my eyes peeled on on Twitter and beyond. Maybe ex West Ham employee can uh, can provide us with something, but um, Tardy can't bring you anything new on Fabianski. Made history, I believe. West Ham won all their Europa Conference League groups. I mean, it's only been going for yeah. two years, isn't it? But <laughs> still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A long line of um, of uh, teams have come through the Conference League. Yeah, take all but all six games, as I said there. So um, the uh, I mean, they really did have the bare bones out last night. It was only really Lanzini and Fornells mm. and Downs. They've mostly been back up the season. They were the only sort of seniors uh, who were playing, and it was it was a lot of um, rookies and uh, returnees like um, uh, Aguirre as well, who's who's back, and they still won. Yep, good going. Uh, Palace, they are playing. Uh, Nathan Ferguson, forty-five minutes. Woo! He did. Yeah, he got he got game time with the academy team. So. Near in a return, just in time for the World Cup break. Um, Will he uh, feature this White... season for the, for the senior <laughs> team? What do you reckon? <laughs> I hope so. He reminds me of that uh, uh, fella who, um, that the, I don't know if you watch Monty Python, but he, he takes ages from running out to the sea and then just gets to the... <laughs> yeah. Jordan says, it. Um, yeah, Ferguson running out of time for his, for his debut. Uh, Richards and MacArthur, we think, are still out. Um, but they're they're not really the headline act here, and that because it's the two first team regulars, and that's Edward and Decore. Edward, of course, who who might be in some FPL squads because he's he's one of the cheapest starting mm-hmm. forwards. Certainly, if you're playing three five two, um, they're both going to be assessed in training. Edward sounds not very serious. I think he came, he came off last weekend and just limped off. It didn't seem to be too serious, but he's trained and he'll train again tomorrow, and then. Vieira's going to see how he comes through that. Same with Decoria, but his first training session was today, so he's obviously a little bit behind. He was initially suspended for, I think it was game week 13, missed out game week 14 because of injury, and now has just started training as of Friday. Um, they are playing on, I think, Sunday, so it gives him an extra day of recovery. But yeah, those two will be assessed by Vieira tomorrow in the finance session, and then an earlier call will be made on those two. Excellent. And the final game, big game. Spurs versus Liverpool. I mean, Spurs <laughs> talk about injuries across their front line. Who the hell are they going to play this week? Yeah, well, he, even um, Lucas Moura, who's one of the last men standing, he's barely standing because he's got pain in his in his tendon. 
Um, so yeah, just to summarise from 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 the top, Richarlison's still out. Son has joined him in midweek. He's now having surgery on a, a facial injury picked up. I'm not sure if that'll affect his World Cup yet. Um, Kulisevsky is back in training, but he's only partly trained today. So that's asking a lot for him to be available for Sunday. So that's three of the, you know, five frontline options uh, out or unlikely to start, you'd think, with Kulisevsky. They've also got Brian uh, Hill as well, who is just not trusted really by Conte, certainly domestically. Um, so that he was, yeah, Lucas with, with Kane. Now, he, as I said, Lucas is, is playing through the pain barrier. Um, Conte said in his presser today, his pain was really bad in training today um, and was worried about it, but he's asked him to try and be unavailable because we need him. <laughs> so, and I think Lucas said during the week he's, he's willing to play through pain for Spurs at the moment. So they're probably injecting him with something and then um, send him out there. Just get through these last two weeks and then mm. obviously beyond that, um, he might need some kind of corrective action because he's, it is a chronic thing with his tendons. Um, so that's the forward line injuries addressed. There's more to come though. Romero's out. So he's... Um, First choice right side at centre half. He's out of this one. Benton Core should be all right. He's much better. I think he had a, a muscular problem in midweek, just a minor thing, bit of discomfort towards the end of the game. But he's trained today, and Connie says he's much better. Um, so you would think that points to a three-five-two with Lucas and Kane up top. Could be three-four-three. Could play Perisic up with with those mm. two, um, and then have Stessny on and, and one of Dottie or Emerson on the on the right. But yeah, not many options for uh, for Spurs Paul, going into this game. Paul Brian Hill, he did get he did get six minutes against Bournemouth. He did, and he looked all right. He looked all right when he's come on. Um, and there are some Spurs fans clamouring for him to start. But uh, we've seen before with Conte, he's quite stubborn with certain players. He, he will resist. Like he was dotty at the start of the mm. season. Basuma as well. He said was behind Hoiberg and Bentancourt. Um, he's definitely getting closer, but I, I think this isn't the game to, to throw him in against Liverpool. Um, maybe a Carabao Cup tie next week with the all he's seen. I think. Yeah. And Kane's on four bookings as well, so if they, they he is, they yes, he him. is. Yeah, <laughs> this is the kind of game you could you could imagine being quite a cauldron atmosphere as well, and um, players getting wound up. Who was it? Did you remember Mourinho was talking about a, a strike? I think, or maybe it was Balotelli or someone. He was saying. You know, he's like, you can't get booked if you book if you're booked and you miss the next game. We need you. We haven't got any other strikers. Yeah. Apparently, Bellatini got booked in like the first like <laughs> two minutes of coming on or something. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, actually, that, well, yeah, I think Kian's um, probably got a bit more of a level head than uh, yeah, Mario. You you'd, you'd hope so. Um, Liverpool, uh, final team out for twenty. Uh, what have you got from them? Yes, it's not very um, not very um, sort of headline grabbing news. This Milner's going to be out because of concussion. Uh, Henderson's back and he wasn't wristed midweek. But apart from that, it's it's nothing we didn't already know. So Jota, Diaz, Arthur are all out. I don't think Matthew's ready to come back yet. Kater's in training, but short of match fitness. So um, I guess it's which permutation of players and which formation he was with probably more to the point because he's been chopping and changing. We've seen 4 4 twos, we've seen a diamond. We saw the 4-3-3 back in midweek against Napoli. So um, it could be that again, because he did say after that, Napoli game that the four three three we tend to defend better in this formation, not always, but uh, I wonder if he was looking ahead to, to this game when when playing that four three three, which would mean either Darwin's this a Darwin's Darwin starting on the on the left or 
one of Darwin and Firmino not starting and, and someone like Jones or Carvalho playing on the left. But um, Darwin certainly laid down a, a marker in midweek when he came on and scored. And uh, I think, did he assist the other one as well? So uh, I think he may start. I still can't work out what's going on there. I, can't, I don't know how they can put that performance in against Leeds and then play one of the best teams in Europe and and put in a game yeah. capital 2-0 win and beat City a few weeks ago and then lose to Forest. Well, it's it's yeah. bizarre. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, Klopp was mentioned, asked about that this morning as well. And um, so many times this season, reporters have asked him, is this the starting point now? Is, do you, does your season kick start from here after a good result against a, mm. a, a Man City or an athlete? And it just hasn't transpired. They are getting players back from injury. Canardi is back as well, which I think made a difference in midweek at centre-half. But... Um, they're not. They're not themselves either individually or collectively. And there was quite a telling quote from Alexander Arnold in in midweek, where he said they're basically playing for for the World Cup break now. They're just trying to get through to that break and then just regather themselves. And a lot of them are going away international duty. But he admitted that the a lot of the players were, were way below um, par this season. Wow. Well, there you go. Um, amazing stuff, Neil. That's all the matches and all the teams covered. Thanks as always for your hard work listening to all the all the press conferences and broken streams and. <laughs> your, one, your one year old coming in and giving uh, excellent commentary <laughs> as well uh, it's great um, one more of these before the World yeah. Cup uh, the UEFA uh, league game has just kicked off as well so check that out we'll be supporting that of course at, at Scout along with Fan Team and Sky um, yeah that's it from us we'll see you again next week yeah thanks for watching everybody yeah uh, and yeah good luck with your game weeks